Welcome to this week in Skiza Athletics. This is Neil Minton, your host, with my co-host as always, Rip Ripley. How we doing, Coach? Doing good, doing good. Getting ready for this final little push here. With uh, got volleyball wrapped up this past week, and and football, big games coming up, and playoffs starting. So it's exciting times. It is. Uh, so for for athletic directors who may be listening, and I give the Jeff Barnes from Hammond quote the other night. We were, we were um, playing a state volleyball tournament or championship at, at Hammond. And I was sitting next to him. He goes, man, don't you love this time of year? He goes, I am done with everything except football for the fall. And um, and there's a little bit of relief. Every time a sport ends, AD gets a little bit of a smile just because it's one <laughs> less thing. You know, not that you want it in, but so we're, we're that part of the year where it's football's left, but basketball's brewing. I mean, there's no doubt. Oh, yeah. We know that, but in, oh, in winter sports. But, yeah, it's an exciting time of year. And volleyball just finished up, man. Incredible weekend and of uh, volleyball and um Rip, of course you were right in the middle of it and I was there most of the day too. I tried to actually um live stream some of yep. it. I did live stream some of it. And try. It was very hard to do, especially yeah. on the back courts where we were. Yeah, um, I couldn't get up top and and look down. Yep. But I did want to on our Facebook page. I did you know do a few live stream clips just so people can see what it's like if you've never been there and you yep. can see all the different courts. And we tried to. Yep. Show a little one A and two A and different yeah. different groups, but um. Anyway, well, tell me, recap. Let's recap the volleyball state tournament. Yeah. So, uh, you know, obviously, good weekend. Kind of went uh Friday, Saturday, still doing the two day thing. Um, and uh, you know, kind of kind of going through the day a lot. Some of the matchups were kind of predicted and and when it's planned. Um, I think especially the higher levels, you had you had Spartanburg Christian, Florence Christian, kind of the two number one seeds that made it to Tuesday and. And Carter and Porter Gal, they've they played each other. This is their fourth year in a row playing each other. Uh, this was Porter Gal's 15th straight uh, appearance in the state championship game, which wow. is really incredible uh, what they've been able to do down there. And and even some of the the, the 1A and 2A levels, I think uh, at 2A, Patrick Henry and Kings were were kind of the number two number one seeds that were predicted to get there. Uh, and then in the 1A, Lawrence was a number one. Cambridge Academy, uh, who was not a number one seed, but they were able to make it. And they've been strong all year. They, I think their only losses are to Lawrence Academy this year, is what somebody said. Um, or maybe maybe they only only had a couple outside of that. So um, that's kind of how, how it shook down. Then Monday, uh, Monday and Tuesday, I know Lawrence and Cambridge played over at Erskine College. I know Mike tries to find locations that are, that are somewhat centrally located between the two schools. Uh, when he can find colleges or find bigger gyms, he tries to do that. He can't do that all the time, uh, but tries to uh, get some good venues. So you had Lawrence and Cambridge uh, with Lawrence coming out on top there, winning the state championship in 1A. Uh, 2A was Patrick Henry and Kings. We hosted that here at Wilson Hall. And I tell you, Kings, Kings put a crowd. Kings packed it out. I mean, they're, they're half the same. absolutely packed. Patrick Henry traveled well, too. Uh, but Kings really – we were worried more about Patrick Henry traveling up than Kings. And by the end of the night, I think Kings had more people here. Um, but Patrick Henry able to win there. Belinda McCoy uh, finally able to get that state championship she's been searching for for a while now. Um, at the 3A game, and, and I'll let you chime in. I, I will come back to that one and let you talk about that for a second because I know you were there. For the 4A game, I went over there at, at South Carolina for that. And uh, and Carter Newman is, is just another level. I mean, Carter Newman is really, really impressive. Porter Gowd, you know, kind of kind of like even us and Ben Lippin and other teams have done where the first part of that first set, you kind of steal some points and, and it's, you know, it's 12 to 10. It's, I think Porter Gowers, it was, it was maybe tied up at 11 and you're like, man, we could do this. And then Carter Newman just flexes and then boom, it's like, you know, 22 to 11. Um, and that's kind of, I think at one point in that first set, I think Carter Newman, I think it was, I think it was nine to nine. And then it was 22 to nine. They scored 13 straight points. Wow. 
um, on Porter Goud, who's a really good team, which says a lot about what Carter Newman can do. And uh, and from there, the momentum kind of swung um, up pretty big. You know, Carter Newman obviously being in Columbia, pretty pretty Carter Newman heavy crowd. Uh, Porter Goud did have a good showing um, as well, but but Carter Newman really kind of kind of taking over the gym a little bit there. And then at the three A. Uh, I know Spartanburg Christian beat Florence in three, and you were there that game over at Hammond. How, how was that one? Yeah, well, first off, you know, about the venues, the it's it's not like Ski's office or Mike Fannin knows who's going to play in the finals. So okay. you you find out late Saturday afternoon, and yeah. you try to find a venue for Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. You know, so it's that's a tough task in itself. So, sure. you know, and then I know – we actually, the last time I think and we played a state championship was against Spartanburg Christian in volleyball, and we actually played at Heathwood, and that was kind of the assumption. But Heathwood has some re- reflooring or yeah something in the gym. So, Heyman was gracious to have us. And, and um, I was a little concerned because Heyman is not a humongous gym. No. And um, and we brought – we when we came, yeah. I mean, our, we, we filled up one whole side and half the other behind the bench, and Spartanburg brought a spirit bus too. I mean, we both had fan buses and yeah. um, student sections were, were, were deep. And, I mean, we pretty much our entire football team came. We stopped yeah. practice early. I mean, it, it wow. was loud and it was a fun environment. And first game was, you know, back and forth. You know, we got to hit a little bit. And now, you know, our girls have been battling the flu. They were over the weekend too. They had a couple of sick ones. And, um, but, man – Spartanburg played really well. They served tremendous. I mean, they they the served was um absolutely great. Um, those girls are did a really good job. They're volleyball players. And um, yeah. you know, we we got a couple of really good hitters, but um the serves made it really hard for us to get rolling and and pass the ball as efficiently as we needed to, and they yeah. took advantage of it. And um sure. so hats off to them. Congratulations, Spartanburg Christian. But you know, both both like I said, both schools came and represented and, and filled the gym and um yeah. it was a it was a good atmosphere and, and a good time and great volleyball season you know, yeah. I, congratulations to all the coaches who won i coach mccord i mean coach mccord and, and a lot of people know that maybe not notice patrick henry so um miss melinda and her husband they both have coached at patrick henry for ever yeah. and you know for a long time you know she coached the the boys basketball mm-hmm. and um down there and she she's a really good coach man she's tough and um, they always have a smile and, and, you know, it was, it was good to, I kind of saw him, I, he hadn't seen me in a decade. I, he was looking yeah. at, I could see him looking at my shirt to see what school I was at to see if he yeah. could remember who I was. You're supposed to know my face, but, yeah. um, you know, but, but I'm, you know, good for, good for her getting that, getting that state championship and all the teams just getting there is an accomplishment. I mean, if yeah. you're there Saturday, I mean, it's, it's tough. You know, I, I was watching, you know, I'm trying to think cathedral in one to one he's gotten a loser's bracket and it was, they were fighting so hard and they played really yeah. good volleyball. And it's just, you know, it's hard when you get in that loser's bracket. I know yeah. Florence Christian was a point yeah. away from, from, you know, getting that loser's bracket too with Shannon Forrest. I mean, we went yeah. 26, 24, 27, 25, the first two yeah. games and then one in the third. I mean, so it was, it was Hilton Head Christian, man, Paduzzi girl pounding the ball every time yeah. I looked over there and, you know, the scrappy teams being scrappy and like Wilson Hall, I mean, you know, competing and, and getting there in the final four, that's a big deal, Coach Rip. Yeah. So congratulations. I mean, it's Thank you. Thank you. um so yeah, I mean, but it did kind of come to chalk at the end, you know, like yeah. you said, and um cream rise to the top. But congratulations to all the teams that that made it and the teams that won um a great season of volleyball all the way around. Yeah. I think uh next time Barnes needs to uh sell those VIP seats up in his weight room where you right. kind of overlook the gym, he <laughs> gotta sell those a little bit premium. Um, I'm going to make some extra money over there for Hammond on those. He definitely could have, for sure, <laughs> yeah. for sure. Well, so that's it. What's left? Football. So we got cross country. You know, cross, cross country. country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cross country on. I, I know y'all. Uh, we had cross country Saturday at Heathwood. So this year is the first year with our with the four A. So we've got a little bit different schedule. Uh, so the four A's 
the 4A schools run first, uh, so he does it in reverse order for cross country. So 4A runs first. So they 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 run off at nine o'clock with the boys after. Then you got a little brief award ceremony while the 10:15 will start for the 3A schools. Uh, then the two there's a little bit of a break, uh, which I think is to kind of let the campus clear. Is is the idea of what I heard from Mike? So he kind of wants the 4A and 3A schools to come. And then the campus doesn't really open to the 1A and 2A schools until 1145. And then 11, and then at 115, you've got the 2A races. And at 230, you have the 1A races. So uh kind of goes in reverse order. Uh, a note that they did put on here is that the USC kicks off at four. Uh, so traffic's going to be a little tough uh, in that afternoon slate. But but Heathwood's kind of the typical uh, spot for, for the state cross-country meet. And, and I'll be interested to see with the classification breakdown. We'll have a little more information on that next week. Uh, on kind of how everything goes down, but um, you know, it should be a good race, good weather, looking like uh, good good temperatures um, for Saturday morning, which should lead to some pretty good times. Uh, I know on the and at the four A level, I know you've got uh, Heathwood, Ben Lippin, uh, are kind of your top dogs. Porter Gowd usually pretty strong as well, and boys and girls um, out of the Low Country, Ashley Hall, some years with the girls is, is pretty competitive. Um, but then you got some individuals, some other areas. I know, I know for us, Wilson Hall, Connor Smith is. It's kind of eyeing that number one overall overall win. Uh, he set our school record a couple weeks ago with a 1550 uh, 3K, which or 5K, excuse me, which is pretty impressive, three miler. Um, and so I think I think it should be a good race, good weather, and we'll have a little more to report next week after that. And then we've got volleyball all stars as well uh, on Saturday. Skis all star games here at Wilson Hall. Um, format's kind of interesting. So what we've done the last few years with volleyball all stars, which I wish there was a way we could do with other sports as well, but we kind of do a Instead of in the past, it was hey three A you know North plays three A South and two A North plays two A South. Well, now we do it where it's kind of a almost like a round robin tournament. And so, you know, the three A's and four A teams, there's four of them. They'll all play each other, and then they'll each play one team from the one A or two A level. And then the one A two A's will all play each other, and they'll each punch up and try to play one of the three A and four A teams. So it kind of gives kids a chance to play different levels, different you know classifications. Um, and we and we've really enjoyed that last few years. It used to be with the three classifications, we had six teams. Everybody played everybody. You get five sets and you go home. Um, that was always a tough part with volleyball, for instance, where you're playing a three out of five. So say the North beats the South in three. Well, I don't really get some of those kids in a lot that I wanted to get in. So we said, well, let's just play five no matter what. Well, then you got a five-set beatdown sometimes where the teams aren't quite even. And so we kind of moved to this format. So you're kind of playing different people, uh, different times. Everybody gets five sets no matter what. Uh, it's a pretty pretty fun afternoon. Yeah, and, and I think last year from what I understood and talking even one of my old coaches from Colin Prep, his daughters um, play will be playing this way, Lindley Jones, mm-hmm. um, this year. Um, you know, they loved it. They thought it was yeah. great. They they like the opportunity to play against the the bigger schools and, right. and 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 mixing up with them and and I'll say in the past couple of years I, I want to say I think it's the two A North which is which was this old Spartanburg Christian Shannon Forest kind of that region I think they won it two years ago. I think they beat both the three A teams or, or maybe they tied for first one of the three A teams but it, it shows that the different levels we've got skills at a lot of different levels here of, of who's going to play so I haven't seen the final rosters for that I don't think we've been allowed as ads we've been seeing them all week we can't leak, technically post them yet. Because uh, Mike's still working on them, I think. But I think today is the day we're going to get the final rosters that we can post. Yeah, and you know the thing too is try to encourage if you're out there, ads and and coaches, encourage your kids to come. I mean, I don't think volleyballs have that same problem as some of the other sports have. I don't know, probably some. some. Years. 
some years, some yeah. Years. I mean, and you have, and sometimes it can help, but you know, I know we have without divulging too much information. One yeah. of our players is not going to be able to come. Yeah, and we hate that she can't come. She hates she can't come, but she's got an official. She's got a visit at a yeah. college where she's getting recruited, and sure. she has to make life decisions. And yeah, you know that's an appointment that's been made, and so you know she has to miss it, and that's that's unfortunate. But sometimes yeah. people just don't show up, and you know we let skis and know as soon as possible. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean, and yeah. that helps avoid the one sidedness and helps yep. avoid you know whatever. So, and that's a big thing too. I think you know Mike. The, the big thing is communication, and we understand. You know, for instance, for y'all, for Florence Christian or for Portagout or Carter Newman, I mean, you don't really want to be messing with that Monday before you go play a state championship game Monday night or Tuesday, right? right. Because you never know how kids are going to react. Somebody might be upset because they didn't make it. Somebody might be, you know, you want it focused on your team during state championship week. And so that does make it tough because we do have a pretty quick turnaround on when we need to play. Um, but I think that that having communication and with other schools – you know, everybody should kind of know, hey, if I don't make state championships, Monday that list comes out. I need to talk to my AD. I need to talk to my team. I need to make sure these kids can play or not. I, I was actually impressed this year for the 4A on our side. It was kind of our region, which is, you know, Wilson Hall, Trinity, Lawrence Manning, and then they split the Charleston region in two kind of. And so we had, you know, the Porters, the Ashley Hall, some of those that haven't traveled great in years past, all all said yes. Porter got Ashley Hall, boasted in full all their girls that were nominated made it, and they're coming. Um, so that was kind of surprising. I opened it up thinking, okay, let's see who changed it. Boom, it was all yellow. Everybody highlighted coming, confirmed, um, which is awesome. That, that's what we want to see. Um, so I think I do think we're getting a little better with that. The other area we struggle with, though, is coaching. Coaching in all-star games is, is – Mike talks about it all the time, but I feel like it is always a struggle to get some coaches to come out and coach these all-star games. And as somebody who's on – Plenty of times before, and I know you have two. It's fun. Like, I enjoy doing it. I mean, I think it's fun, but I also think it's important for these kids to get different people. They don't need the 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 Rip Ripley versus Neil Minton team every year. You know what I mean? Like they, you got to mix it up some and, and have some different coaches get involved. Yeah, nobody needs to see that every year, Rip. I no, let's be honest. That matchup is just crazy. Um, you don't need to be you know, that that kind of emotional on an All Star game. <laughs> what um, you know, and what do you think about this? And I was talking with Coach Glenn Rector here at Wilson Hall, and. You know, Coach Rector's on the Coach Association board as he's our chaplain. Um, but he um, he was talking about the idea of doing kind of like the old Shrine Bowl where you announce the coaches before the season. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily go through the picking of the team's process like the Shrine Bowl did for football, but at least have your coaches locked in before the season. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think that's a great idea. And I also was thinking when you were talking, you know, I think it'd be advantageous, even just personally as an AD, if I had to put north-south game date on my schedule mm-hmm. that I send out. Yeah. That way families know, hey, if, you know, yeah. quote unquote, yeah. my six-foot-three girl happens to make the volleyball state, you know, north-south team, I already have that date ahead of me instead yeah. of finding out the, you know. Week of. I right. agree with that. I, agree um, I think that would be something that would be smart for ADs and coaches to do is to maybe add that in there so people would know. Absolutely. I agree. Um, Let's move but, on to some football, man. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, we got to. Um, we got to knock this out. Well, I, I tried to I – mean, you and I already argued about – not argued, but discussed this. I call this rivalry week, and I have to say it very slow like that because if not, I'll say rivalry week and sound like Elmer Foot. <laughs> but um, it's not technically rivalry week. However, Skeezer has a way of knack of kind of scheduling it somewhat like that, if possible. And yeah. I really love that. Sure. All right. So let's kind of go down the slate. Let's go through the, the rankings, and then we'll talk about the games in each one, if you want to yeah. do it like that. So we'll start 4A, and, and again, kind of status what it's been the last few weeks. You got Hammond 1, Lawrence Main 2, Ben Lippin 3. 
and and the way the schedule's kind of shook down, you know, Ben Lippin, uh, I think already has a win this week. I think Cannon Military forfeited, if I'm not mistaken, uh, this Friday night. You got Hammond at Heathwood Hall, so there's one of those robbery games you were talking about. And then Ben, and then Lawrence Manning goes to Trinity, uh, which could be an interesting game. I think that you know Lawrence Manning's kind of come out victorious in all their games so far this year. They needed to, um, but but a big game going to Trinity, a team that definitely wants to knock Lawrence Manning off. Yeah, and with you guys not being in four A, when I say you guys, Wilson Hall not being in four A yeah. with Lawrence Manning, I think that is a perfect rivalry type. Yeah. Matchup with those two yeah, schools. That was always the Wilson Hall Lawrence Manning game in the past. Right. And those two teams are in the same region in other sports and, and mm-hmm. always have have been for a long time. I think yeah. that's a natural. And I like the Porter Gal. They're outside of Forey, but Porter Gal first Baptist in mm-hmm. the last week. You know, once again, kind of a an, again a rivalry game. Yeah. Um, so it should be a good week. So, you know, the rankings are where they are. Yeah. Um not not much change there. You know, go to three A, you got PD one, Wilson Hall two, Hilton Head Christian three. Um, you know, I think PD is hosting y'all on Friday night over at Farns Christian, heading over to PD, kind of a tough end of the season slate for y'all, uh, having, having to play some of these big teams late, uh, but kind of get you every week, a little bit. It's every week, buddy. It's yeah. just welcome to my world. <laughs> it's just how it I is. I hear you. Um, you know, Wilson Hall, we're, we're making the long trip down to John Paul too. Um, at, at their facility, we play a little bit earlier at seven o'clock down there. And then, uh, Hilton Head Christian hosting Hilton Head Prep, you know, again, Maybe not, you know, on, on paper, what we've seen as far as a true rivalry game, because I know uh, Christian's playing really well right now on prep, you know, hadn't had a successful of the season. But, um, you know, I think you're playing two teams right there on island. It's always a big game. Yeah. And sometimes, I mean, a couple of years ago, prep upset Christian and they, you know, and y'all were in four. So you might not realize or we were two A yeah. and it ended up being a really big deal in the way yeah. the, the standards um, fell. So. You never know in those games. I like the Wilson Hall John Paul because you got two triple option or two. I mean, very similar, yeah, style, similar style teams. Yeah. So that should be interesting. <laughs> Northwood at Pinewood is definitely a rivalry. I mean, I think obviously North Pinewood's having a better season and shouldn't have much sure. problem. But you know, I like the way that lines up. Us and, and PD Academy. You know, I think we re- we respect each other as schools, but yeah, I mean, they are us and them are really going to rivalry it out now that we're in this region if it stays. Sure. I mean, it's it's just going to that's how it's going to be. So I, I think that's that. a great. Um, finish of the game so and I, and I think the, the rankings are right on of course we said six teams really good you know all year you know first Baptist you know beat us last week by one they got some kids back they're playing they, they look that's probably the best they've looked all year yeah. so I think you know you got in Pinewood's just steady just getting it done beat Thomas Hayward beat you know have some good wins so the four five and six behind the one two mm-hmm. three or it's it's pretty cluttered so it should be yeah. interesting Absolutely. Going out of 2A, had a big big game last week with Buford, eking out a win over Calden Prep. So, Williamsburg stays one. Uh, Buford jumps up to two, and Calden Prep stays there in the three spot. Yeah, Colin Prep um, scores. They go for two, go for the win late. Buford holds them out in the end zone. Um, Buford gets the one-point win, so they'll move up to two. And no no rest for them. They turn around, and they go to Bethesda this week. So, yeah. a, a big game, big playoff implications for um, Buford and Bethesda. And I, and I think, I got to think, whoever – Let's see, because Colin Prep beat Bethesda. Buford beat Colin Prep. Out of those three teams, you want to be two and three. Yeah, yeah. You, you want to be two. You do not want to be four and have to travel yeah. to Williamsburg in the semifinals. And, sure. um, you know, assuming that you win the first round, obviously. But, I mean, I, as a coach, that's what you got to be thinking. And, and um, Absolutely. So, big game, big game for Buford, I think. And um, if I'm Colin Prep, I, I got to be cheering Buford hard right there, too, to make sure I don't have to get in that mix and yeah. have a three-way tie and figure out who's fourth. Absolutely. I don't I don't know. Yeah, points and all that kind of stuff going down. 
Yep. So I mean, Carolina Williamsburg once again not shouldn't be a good game, but that's a good rivalry. The, the proximity of those kids, they all <laughs> hang out. They probably date each other's girlfriends and all yeah. kind of stuff. So I mean, that's that'll be a fun one. Um, you know, Dylan Christian, Thomas Sumter. So yeah, I mean, you got some games going down there that, yeah, you know, some traditional rivalries. Something interesting. Yeah. What's say? What's next? Uh, I got 1A. the one A level. You got Thomas Hayward one, Lee two still, and really that that could be questioned. I mean, I think Thomas Hayward versus Lee. Lee's playing some some good ball. You know, I, I like what Lee did last week when, and, and we might come back to this later if we have a little bit of time. But talking about them, you know, had some teams cancel on them. Teams kind of opt out of games a little bit, uh, and then Lee went and found Williamsburg and wanted to play them, which I thought was awesome. Yeah, they got canceled. They had the flu a few weeks ago, and it was the same week the flood – or the flood, the, yeah, the, hurricane, the hurricane came. So, it kind of – they had to cancel. And then, um, yeah, they found a game because that's a good game for Lee to have because Lee yeah. really hadn't had many – much problem on the schedule. Sure, and, that's what I'm saying. So, even though Thomas Hayward's kind of been that number one all year, I think Lee is – Lee's looking pretty good right now. But we got those who kind of one and two. And then Calhoun uh, – you know, and I'll admit, I had for some reason early in the year, I had Patrick Henry as having beaten Calhoun, and we were looking back through stuff, and I said, like, no, that was Calhoun that beat Patrick Henry. So Calhoun's number three right now. But again, you got St. John's right there. Uh, you got Patrick Henry. Uh, Dorchester's fallen off a little bit the last couple of weeks. They've had a couple of tough games, uh, but that three, four spot. And again, I don't know, like you mentioned it with 2A, you want to be opposite Williamsburg. In 1A, you're going to have to go through either Hayward or yeah. Lee. So, I don't know there's really an easier Yeah, time. and Patrick Henry's at Hayward this week. So, that's an interesting game in 1A to see. But, yeah, I think um, Coach Rankin did not care about winning the season. I think he sees the big picture. If he wanted yeah. to go undefeated, he wouldn't have scheduled Williamsburg. It was more important sure. for him to understand to play somebody to get prepared for the playoffs. And so, yeah. that's off to him. Obviously, he's done it for a long time. He's one of the best in the business for sure. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about that. That 1A collision course, man. We'll yes. Yeah. You know, we'll talk and about that. Dorchester, again. Dorchester goes to Calhoun, which is definitely one of the robbery games yep. on there. Um, and that should be a good game with some some pretty big playoff implications there. Yeah. So, and I, unfortunately, I don't know enough about the rivalries of eight, eight man. You know, Richard wins at Lawrence. Um, I know w you play at that region with Lawrence, Newberry, uh, Warlaw, WWK. I feel like they've all kind of been in that eight man region forever. So I feel like all those kind of playing each yeah, other. I think I think WW King at Warlaw and Jeff Davis at Holly Hill, both are rivalry. Both are kind of rivalry games, yeah. Um and there we again no change there. Holly Hill one, Faith two, and WW King three in the eight man. Yeah, so I mean, can't believe it's almost over. This is it. This is the last week of the regular season. <laughs> it it's is. And then we got playoffs coming up. Um I will tell our listeners that we are we're talking with uh, another podcast, moving the chains. Um, a, a local podcast about high school football is going to, we're trying to get Neil and I on there to talk a little bit about Skiza and, and give our league a little more, uh, reach and, and, and get some more listeners in because as playoffs come in, I really think it's going to be exciting to see, uh, all these brackets, how they kind of play out. Yeah. So, yeah. So we'll try to get on their show with them. So y'all check that out and talk. They want us to preview the Skiza playoffs. Mm -hmm. So, um, we're going to try to do that. And we got about a minute left before we got to get off. We want to talk about this opting out stuff. We can. I don't know if we do it in a minute. I mean, it's tough. I understand that different schools have to look out for themselves, but I think it's something that definitely through COVID has has become more normalized. Um, and I think that that's tough. I, I think it's tough when you got a team preparing. I mean, look, I, I've said it before. You and I both know. I mean, I've taken some butt cuttings in my day. And there's been days. I mean, my first season coach of basketball, I had seven kids. And two of them were freshmen. One of them was a sophomore. They never played varsity. I had two kids that played varsity basketball before. And, and we went eight and 20, but you know, we went and played the team. Yeah. We went and played. And, we and went – we started 0-6 football a couple years ago. I only had two seniors anyway. And then yeah. 
we get COVID. I got Williamsburg. I find out Thursday night that my third string quarterback got buzzed for COVID, and I'm on my fourth string quarterback the next night without a practice. And guess what? We yeah, showed up. Played. We yeah, still played. played. It's tough. I mean, I know schools got to look out for themselves. I know COVID kind of gives us that that something to be behind. But um, I don't know. It's it's tough though because I hate it for these kids that are you know like Holly Hill with Mike uh, Nelson out there. Some of these schools just lose games. I think, I think yeah. it's tough. It messes look, their season up. If anything, COVID taught me was that these games aren't promised. So yeah. let's let's give these kids the opportunity to compete. Let's just go yeah. compete. I don't care about the score. Let's go compete for the kids. I don't worry about. 